0: Down the end of Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh. You dig?
1: I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa Mendez is here Oh shit. Yeah. This is Marissa, right here, right
0: here. This is the reason why I'm flying at all you niggas. <laughs> you understand? Him. This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor gang get die. We don't even gotta say shit, cause Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. No,
2: we were counting down. <laughs> he was like five. No, no. Oh, he started at five? Mm. Yeah. All, <laughs> I was, all I heard was two. It was it? the slowest <laughs> countdown. <laughs> Good afternoon or whatever. Definitely
3: very much evening time.
2: Well, (laughs) it literally depends on who's listening at what time, not what we're doing right now, because this drops in morning time, so it could be good morning to you. Good afternoon, if you live on another part of the world. Good evening, if you chose to not listen all day until you got home from work. Like, we don't know. Mm -hmm. I just want to cover all bases. Uh, This is uh, Marissa Explains It All. I am your host, Marissa Mendez, with my lovely co-host, Joyce. Hello. And my co-host slash social media person, Ariella. What's good? and um, prime on the boards um I felt like we're gonna have a lot of new ears this week because I've been dibbling and dabbling all over the world the podcast mm-hmm, world yeah. with podcast people so welcome to any new listeners any returning listeners who might have tuned out like a year ago and they're like <laughs> I forgot about her I came back so hello welcome um you can listen to us I don't know where you're listening to us right now but if you don't know your options we are on Spotify we are on iTunes search Marissa explains it all on both platforms and we're also on soundcloud.com slash meia podcast and if you want to be a hater and holla at us it's meia podcast at gmail.com like fucking latoya bro is <laughs> this the same girl that sent like a mean email like six months ago i bet i think like because well when i put it on my finsta taylor commented and he added you and he said fucking latoya so i i don't know if he because I remember. I remember it was something. I don't remember what her. I actually email was. kind of feel like I do remember. It was this. complimentary and hater was at the like same a backhanded time. Yeah, backhand yeah. compliment. Yeah, because yeah. she's she is a fan. Like she obviously listens and like tunes in, but then she's also. Let me just read this email. Isn't that crazy
3: here. how like you can be a fan but also a hater at the same time? Oh my god! Here it is, January. <laughs> oh, well, how, how do you?
2: How she did just you pull it up? <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Tell me.
3: Oh. Well, I don't know if this is the same LaToya, but this LaToya was asking for advice, and she said, uh, Marissa, can you please explain how and why you know the best rapper alive? He is on your intro, and you casually mention him often, but I don't think you've ever said how it all started. And then she talked about a booty call and making it more a booty call. This can't be the same LaToya. This yeah, LaToya. This, this LaToya seems really nice. Seems yeah, nice.
2: this one is not. She said, <laughs> and I quote, You haven't been doing the podcast because all of a sudden you got a boyfriend. You don't tweet anymore. You know know this won't last, right? I give it a year, if that. He will cheat. And if he's smart, he'll listen to your stories about your past and run.
0: (laughs) Oh, hell no. Ah!
2: Love you as well, Latoya. Very much appreciate the fact that you um, emailed us. Very nice. Um, I have absolutely no commentary for you back, but um, thanks for listening, bro. Um, Also, if you want to subscribe to us on Patreon. We have our episodes on YouTube. Um we have juicy stories. Sometimes I've been fucking up all summer and haven't put shit, but from our last episode um of my first flyout, we put up the text messages that I was talking about and stuff like that. So we are at patreon.com/meia podcast. If you want to holla sit over there, we have $2 tiers, $5 tiers, $10 tiers. And yeah, so um let's get also into social. it. social. Yeah, oh yeah, that also. What is it? Marissa explains Marissa. on Instagram and Twitter. And it's run by Ariella, so if you don't like the content, hit her up and tell her. It Let sucks. me know. What do y'all <laughs> like, want to see? What do you
1: know? What means? You know.
2: Um. So I guess the first thing I should talk about that a lot of you are probably here for. Okay, I think <laughs> it was worth a drum roll. Uh, I I guess obviously you guys saw that I was at Joe bunnan's pool party this weekend. So she
3: did make it. Everybody last week you were talking about. Um. Oh, we Okay,
2: that was really long. <laughs> and I'm really, I'm really truly happy that I went. It was, it, I thought it was going to be, like, super industry and, like, kind of, like, eh. Mm-hmm. But it was truly, like, the, the same squad that we've been, like, all these That's years it since 2011. Like you had, Aww. like, so
3: many, like, of your friends. Yeah. And, like, like Danielle there. And yeah,
2: and all, like, you know, Maul I've known, obviously, since 2011. And Rory I've known since we started the podcast in 2015. And, you know, Joe's... Um, Joe's cousins and like Brandon and just everybody in his circle, you know, I like I said, this has been my friend since two thousand and ten. And obviously, we have a very interesting relationship. and um I guess an on and on again off again relationship, <laughs> I guess, if you if you will. And so um, I don't know. We, we 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 talked a couple weeks ago as you know, if you guys are listeners of the Joe Biden podcast, no, I think he called me when he was on live, not on the podcast about, my chili dip. I, don't to that I can't. And it was the first time we spoke in like a year. And um but you
3: did see him when he was out in LA about a year ago,
2: right? Yeah, but before my birthday, so mm. over a year ago. Yeah, the last time we we hung out was probably like last April. And um then so that he called me randomly about the dip, <laughs> and we spoke. And I don't know, like that was super random. And then like a week later, he DM'd me about the pool party. And I wrote back and I was like, might consider it, cool. And so then um, I texted him on Friday and I was like, yeah, put me and Danielle down. And like literally, even in our text thread, I scrolled up and the last text was my birthday last year, him saying happy birthday, love you. And I just wrote back, thx. Thx. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was a really really dope night and um, I was really happy to like take that picture with the guys and mm. just you know. And then, There's no bad bad blood, right? No, no, no love lost, as I captioned it, and I then
3: don't know. And you also said you'd explain it all later. Yeah, so. but
2: but that was literally that was Joe said that when I was like, oh, my caption's gonna be no love lost, and he's like, we'll explain it all later, just basically trying to you know merge the, obviously yeah. the podcast right. or whatever, and um, so I put that as the caption because shit was fire, and then there was like. Oh, wait, there's always a fucking, a few fucking haters. Like, Joe's fans are so ridiculous. Like, the <laughs> ones that, like, don't follow me and just fucking hate him. I mean, hate me and anything I stand for. So there was, like, I want to say at least three people, which isn't a lot because there was a lot of responses to that there shit. There was that one bitch. <laughs> there, was, like, there was, like, three people that were, like, Nobody wants you to fucking explain it, duh. Like I'm like, wow. we don't literally mean we're gonna explain it, stupid. Right. Like it's the fucking caption you Excuse me, dumb... but I would
3: like for you to explain it, Marissa. <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so um but yeah, it was great. And Stephanie Santiago was there. And mm, yeah. uh mandy from horrible decisions which segues me right into our next thing so i am not sure so i i recorded um my uh my horrible decisions episode with uh the girls mandy and wheezy on friday in new york city so i'm not sure when that episode is going to come out but i am sure when that episode comes out you guys will more than likely hear the very tense-ness which is the tension um in the air and so what happened was mandy and i have never met we've never spoke and it's very i don't want to say well documented but very well known that we have both dealt with the same person for a very long time i'm very that much you know. okay with that I, that's, that person is not my man haven't been with that person in a minute I got my own situation like I that doesn't it doesn't mean anything to me I don't know where she I didn't know where she was at with it but I like I didn't Did she think,
3: invite you on the podcast
2: no so I know Weezy. I don't know Mandy or okay. didn't know Mandy so Weezy invited me on the show and you know I'm all about like I'm a, a super transparent person like and and especially like I said with this guy this specific person this guy that shit don't bother me so when I before I even got to the show I text Mandy. And I was like, uh, I'm sorry, Wheezy. And I was like, um, can I bring up the guy? Like, can I, I, I kind of want to make it like awkward, but like funny awkward. And then, sh- you know, see where it goes. I don't know Mandy at all. So I don't know if it would go super left or it would be great for the show. And we could kind of be like, hey, we're Eskimo sisters. ha 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 And Wheezy was like, yeah, I wouldn't say like names or anything, but like, yeah, take if you want to take it there. That's cool. I'm like, all right, cool. Say less. Let's talk about it. I know the that's what the internet wants, right? Everyone know. I think the whole world knows her and I have messed with the same person. I think it's like I said. it's... for the people who know. Yeah, they know. They know. Don't like know. for our actual real fans, they all know, and that's what the fuck they want to hear. So, cool. So I go on the show, um, and like I said, me. You know, it's awkward for anyone. Like, and I know she knows. I know. I know her and I both know that the other one. Like, she knows I messed with him. I know she knows. She mm-hmm. knows I know. Blah, blah, blah. So it's kind of awkward t- to meet on air like and right. never have even even a conversation like literally I met her
3: you don't follow each other no you nothing never we never spoke
2: other. none of that stuff and our first time meeting was literally me in what is it engine room audio or whatever in the lobby and we took our picture before the podcast the three of us and then we went on air Immediately, there was no even like five minutes of oh, like, shit. "How are you?" That's how it goes down a lot of times. Oh,
3: absolutely, yeah. we meet a lot of people on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: for sure. But uh, I wouldn't say it's very common that we meet a lot of people on the show that we both of course. know. We yeah. know. Yeah. That part I agree <laughs> with.
3: But just in case anybody's it, wondering, yeah. like if that's kind of like a weird normal scenario, thing, yeah. yeah. Normal. And it's
2: not even like, and and the thing about this sp- specific man. It's not like it was just like, yeah, she fucked him a couple times. I fucked him a couple times. I like, was like
3: consistent. Right. We both uh, fucked with him. At the
2: same time? Uh, yeah. Uh, from what the internet tells me, it's we both <laughs> oh, messed shit. with him for like literally the same amount of time since so like right. 2014 type shit. So okay. it's like, and, and the last time I messed with him was last year. So, you know, there's lots of overlap in there. Um, so I go on the show. it get It's cool and at some point i bring up his infamous nickname i don't know what we were talking about and i was like yeah yeah that happened to me before like with this guy you always talk about fish spot and after that the shit just <laughs> Oh shit <laughs> exactly it was just straight it, it wasn't no beef there was no there was no issues but basically she checked out and you could hear that she checked out mm-hmm. and i was like oh
3: Okay. Did you check out? Did that make no, more sense?
2: No, I was just so then I just kept talking to Wheezy. I was like, whatever. I mean, she was still engaging. She wasn't like a total, like, you know, she was professional she she was a professional and I was as well. And like I didn't even when she checked out, I didn't feel like embarrassed or awkward. I was just like, Well, yeah. And I so I and I also didn't push the issue further. Once I saw her reaction and that she wasn't really wasn't jacking that, I was like, Okay, not gonna push. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this isn't gonna like be fun or funny like I was hoping it would be. So I'm going to leave, you know. And, again, it's, like, I'm I'm sensitive to that because um, I understand, like, I, there's been times where it's, like, if I'm messing with somebody, we're not exclusive, and I know they're messing with someone else. Like, even if I want to like that person, the girl, like, you just naturally kind of be, like, fuck this bitch. Mm-hmm. You know uh, what I mean? I'm totally, mm-hmm. like, fuck exactly. that yeah. exactly. bitch. <laughs> and, like, no um... So I get it, I completely fucking get it or whatever. So that was Friday, and at, at during the I think actually the episode we talked about Joe's pool party, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going. Da, da, I'm going with Van," and I was like, "Oh cool, I'll, I'll be there as well." So the next day was Joe's pool party, drinks are flowing, so everybody's like in a bed, in a good place or whatever. And her and I ran into each other, and um, she was she came up to me, and I was like, "Oh my God, like can we talk?" And she was like, "Yeah, I was about to say that to you." Okay. So her and I went we 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 went to the side and i was like look i i know because even after the episode wheezy was like damn that was that was kind of awkward and i was like yeah a little bit a yeah a little bit and so mandy and i um so we talked and, and i was like yo i already know like i i i felt the tension and i hope that you don't feel like i was trying to play you i, I that was not my intentions i wasn't trying to put you on the spot I was like, I figured you, I know, you know, I know. So like, (laughs) (laughs) and she was like, trust me, girl. No, listen. She was like, that's not my man. Like that's, I'm not, that's not where I'm at with it or whatever. She was just like, "Um, it was just, we never got to have a conversation. And Mm. it was just, you know, it was, it was just a weird position to be in and
3: she's caught off guard yeah you know, and, she and, and, how to handle
2: and and we just you know that we just never got to talk to, to start and so it kind of just got off on a weird place and i and she was like and it, it just hit a nerve a little bit and it was you know i just i couldn't kind of bounce back from it type mm-hmm. of thing. and i was like yo i completely respect that but then her and i we got to a great place and exchanged numbers and shit so oh damn. yeah we're, we're hella cool now
3: Especially Aww. when you only have like an hour with somebody. And yeah. Like, you never, it can go, really can they're go s- anyway. Literally.
2: So I guess all that to say, I mean, we still talked as much host shit as we, as we could, I don't know if it's like the episode everyone was like dying for well, from we gotta us. Invite them. Yeah, over to right. our we podcast. definitely That's need to. Ha- yeah, absolutely. But um, so I just wanted to like talk about all of that because and I and I would uh, I would think she probably is going to talk about that on her next episode as well. Potentially, I guess depending on like the feedback we get from when their episode drops. But I'm more than sure fans are going to hear like the obvious tension. Like there was times I said something and then she would just completely disregard what I said and change the subject. So
3: I was like. <laughs> we gotta get them on here we gotta get some shots in us beforehand
2: so we gotta make it a fun time absolutely and uh, so yeah so that's my uh, weekend update Um, I guess the only other thing I want to talk about was the VMAs I didn't I, I was in such the matrix like I didn't even know they were happening until like I saw Do any pool. of
3: us know nah. whenever that shit's <laughs> happening, because I will go on Twitter and I'm like, oh, yeah, one person for informing me. Yeah, <laughs> like any, um, I don't like not to discredit anybody who won awards. Congratulations to everybody. But like, what the fuck are the VMAs?
2: I mean I I mean they mean something. I don't know. I feel like everything has lost its extreme value mm. in this era because there's just awards for everything and anything mm. and accolades for you broke you're the first a female whose name starts with an N who topped the Billboard chart at 3:30 on a Tuesday. Like these are like these are all the fucking. Everybody's
3: act- breaking records. That's
2: yeah, that. I know that for sure. There's many I will say arbitrary, that. but the one thing, the one only comment that I can give about the VMAs, although I do know because it was at the Prudential Center, and this is just from my group chat. I can't even verify this, but Carol told me in our group chat like the other day, um, because it was in Jersey, they did like a whole thing with Jersey artists. Yeah, they did, they did a did. tribute. Oh, okay, see yeah. no, that's motherfucking fire. It was shout dope. out to Jersey baby. Dope. I had a little tear um but did what you, I, did you watch i did i oh, watched it okay. yeah it was so, good my only commentary which i tweeted about today because i saw it on ty's instagram story um which by the way he liked my picture with joe and rory and everybody so I was like That's hey i i i facetimed him and i texted him that night and uh and get the cricket sound of <laughs> cute crickets but it doesn't matter because I'm gonna call him again next week I'm gonna fuck it no no September next week is next it's week. a new week September. I mean
1: a new you month. month you if you don't know um, Marissa
3: allots herself one form of contact <laughs> to tie a to dollar sign a month right and it's a calendar month
2: yeah yeah. So. so it can be Saturday or I mean it could be August 31st and September 1st but those are calendar months <laughs> um but uh so I saw they gave Hot Girl Summer an award, bro. That song came out like Literally four minutes t- ago. Yeah. yeah, I'm
3: not even joking. Like 14 days. And ago. And so I
2: tweeted that today. I was like, "What the fuck is MTV's eligibility period?" Mm. And and it, because I know for sure there are other like. And I, I want to say it's been the VMAs, but I know like the Grammys, like people will be like, why didn't so and so win a Grammy for this award? And people be and like, the oh, deadline, well, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess MTV just doesn't have a deadline. Yeah, because
3: sometimes like songs will win in 2012, but it came out like end 2011. Right. Yeah. Like
2: but like I don't, I I don't feel like that's fair. You can't give a song an it's award not. when it's been out for two. It hasn't even done whatever it hasn't it's even gonna do. Traction. Right. Yeah, gotten hype. And but so I was so annoyed today though because I tweeted that and then like I. Because I know how the internet works, even though like everyone knows I'm a Thai dollar stan, I don't know why anyone would assume different. We are also
3: Meg stands, as at well. least yes. I am too. Yes. So we love Nikki. And we gotta I, respect you her. know
2: it's a love hate relationship with Nikki, but yes, no, respect no, regardless. No, 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 love hate. And but we respect shout out her. to
3: Meg for like getting on a record with Nikki. Like, yeah. that's
0: like
2: eh, fire. Dope um so because i know how the internet works i just followed up that tweet immediately saying not mad though it's a fire record or whatever i'm paraphrasing or whatever but fucking dre sinatra ties dj and my homie retweeted me earlier today only obviously only my original tweet and he was like are you hating or not and i was like (laughs) did you read the thread or not and i screenshot it and i put like obviously my thing underneath he has yet to respond but Ray Sinatra I'm waiting for your response fuck you TikTok love you though <laughs> um, so yeah those are all the things I had to say that are we have a guest today but oh oh wait did you want to add anything oh no topics future's been dropping new music on YouTube every day and no one cares is that <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. why did <laughs> you write that does, does I mean did care? you know that future I has not. been dropping new but music I, I just like <laughs> dropping babies. <laughs> but I didn't know that there was the, the VMAs happening either so I think I've just been living in a bubble so I, I have no like I Point mean, at least reference. you've seen
3: the VMAs on Twitter. That's true. Yeah. I haven't even seen this make it to Twitter.
2: That's true. That's right. Because I feel like all the future stands are always like, our God has arrived. There's movies <laughs> Or like, blue, blue. hashtag hot boy
3: summer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I
2: haven't seen any that. are the hot boys at?
3: I want to know. Oh, but God. it is
2: a, a hot nerd summer because Megan won the VMA so quick. Oh, is that what I just talked about?
3: No. That's, oh. It's just not a hot nerd fall because of that. Okay.
2: So uh, you know that bullet? she's
3: in school, right? That yes. she's like getting her degree I and do like know
2: that. Shout I out think- to girls with degrees. Okay. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, like she's just been posting a lot about like back to school and like how to level up and like how to get a planner and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cute. And she's like starting the whole like hot nerd fall movement. So. Well,
2: you put hot nerd summer. Well,
3: sorry. I think that's
2: because I did see a hot nerd fall thing. I think yeah. I saw like a headline earlier today. I'm just bree- breezing through these topics that Joyce put on our our thing. FYI, Jay Z and Colin Kaepernick. Uh, that I don't have any commentary on until I see what Jay does honestly Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone's jumping the gun I feel like Eric Reed is kind of wilding to be talking shit from the locker room catching a check from the NFL but yet still condemning Jay that's very strange to me um and I don't know I don't I i literally just have to wait and see what happens mm-hmm. i i have faith that jay-z has a larger plan this is a guy that's always had a larger plan but then i also see people saying like he's always been self-serving and providing examples i don't i haven't really read into it so i really can't give a valid argument on either side yet mm. and all i can really do is say i want to wait and see i don't know if you guys feel the same way. i'm the same
1: yeah because even though, like, uh, they said TMZ, like, jumped the gun by sitting here saying, like, he was going to be a part owner oh, or, or something, and it never really true. happened, yeah. it kind of was just like, oh, shit, maybe there really is something bigger to this.
2: I think so. Yeah. I'm holding. Um, What else? Drake trolling Joe Budden's pool party.
3: Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, the comments were hella funny. Did you were... see any of them, Marissa? He was no. like, this shit looks like it's sponsored by Four Loko. was the worst one. I was like, why are you so petty? Like...
2: The only reason I even know that he did that, uh, because Complex wrote an article. This is this is just a self-serving comment of my own. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, uh, Complex wrote an article about it, and then there was like a whole paragraph about how Joe reconciled with Marissa Mendez, and I was like, oh, that's me. And the only reason I even saw the article was because I got a Google Alert, because I'm subscribed. And then my cute father. And then father, your dad texted you, because yeah, got his Yeah, he forwarded me the Google Alert. And I responded, I'm like, Aww. like Dad, I don't know why you keep forwarding me these. Like I am also subscribed to my own <laughs> Google Alert. And then he made me feel really bad. He responded, he's like, maybe because I'm proud of you and I want you to know that I'm proud of all your accomplishments and I'm acknowledging Aww. it. And I was like, oh, OK. Thank you Thanks And um, Yeah so there was that And then Joyce's Final bullet point Big Sean makes his return After a mental health break How do you avoid burnout Mm. I don't know I mean my I don't know How do you guys avoid burnout
3: Started to do this thing where, like, I have to really reframe. Like, if I feel like I'm being burnt out for a second, especially, like, working in, like, customer service and stuff, it's, like, mm-hmm. really hard because, like, people will be fucking yelling at you and you're, like, stop yelling at yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't do anything Girl, more. that's
2: why I cannot mm-hmm. do it.
3: And it's hard because, like, I don't like to make people upset. Like, it makes me upset when like other to. people are upset. <laughs> I don't. Like, it drives me crazy. And I, like, if someone is, like, shy, like, I feel shy. Like, if I pick up on the- Oh, phone, you're yeah, amped. Yeah. Your impact. I pick up on the mood of other people, so... My thing is, is that, like, I just really have to, like, reframe for a second. Like, especially, this is for me, like, it's different because I'm obviously not Big Sean, but... <laughs> yes, you are not. <laughs> like, if I have to, like, regroup and get back to something, like, sometimes I'll just take, like, two minutes and just, like, look at a picture of something that, like, makes me happy and then just, like, get, like, back in the mm. space.
2: That is so interesting No, and like, seriously.
3: Or, like, listen to music or, like, take a walk for, like, a couple of seconds. Mm. But if it's, like, a long burnout, like, you've been... Putting in so much work, like year after year. He kinda disappeared for like two like a year since yeah. the last album. He's been really, really, really quiet. Um, and that's what he kinda said too, is like he like he and Janae broke up because he had to work on himself. Like he mm-hmm. had that whole record single again, which is literally about breaking up so that he can regroup and like be the best that he can be and like there's no love lost like they still fuck with each other which is so still, cool mm-hmm. and like she's on the record of him yeah. singing about being Breaking single up. like how the fuck <laughs> is that even you know uh but for burnout in general i feel like it's a real fucking thing and like
2: therapy yeah i mean therapy is great for me i think this actually kind of goes with what's been like so i realized the other day like Even though i hate change i kind of also thrive in it and i've realized like every few years i just get bored with like what's happening in my life and um as of right now i plan to move back to new york in february and oh
0: hell no
2: like originally it was for my relationship but even like beyond that now i feel like i just want to do it for myself and i don't I don't know if I'm going to keep with that, but like now I'm excited about that. Now I'm excited again about another big change Mm -hmm. and I want to see what happens when I do that. And I feel like I need that every few years to kind of feel alive. I feel like that's my burnout avoiding. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like I've gotten bored in L.A. and I came here and I did what I was supposed to do. And I got on television and I did something way bigger here than I was doing in New York as far as being the main person and not the person in the background. I got two book deals. I got my money up. I started therapy. I learned about myself. I did everything that I feel like I should have accomplished, and it wasn't like I came here with a goal of like let me do something and go back to New York because that wasn't really my plan. And again, I'm I'm talking all this shit now. I don't know. Maybe February when my lease is up comes, and I'm like, yeah, never mind. I'm gonna stay here. Mm. Um, But as of now, that's how I feel. And I'm happy with that. I don't feel like it would be a fail, like you know, because that was my original thought also. Like if I go and I don't and I move back, then I failed or something like that. But I don't I don't think it's that. I think if I go back, then I can keep coming here also. And maybe I move back in a couple of years after that, and I just keep moving around. And that shit is also fun. You know what I mean? Like social media makes every city close to each other anyway, regardless. Mm. So it's like even if I'm not physically here, I feel like I'm still here, and I could fly here.
3: You got the Delta hookup. Yeah, okay. I can come
2: anytime I want. Ow. Um, so as of now That's how I feel So I guess I guess to answer your question I feel like I guess it's Subconsciously that w- That's always been How I avoid burnout Is I just like Make a crazy major change And Every few years I really have had Like crazy major changes And crazy major moves And It's like reinventing yourself Yeah I feel like how I reinvent feel, myself yeah. Every couple of years
3: How do you feel about Like your commitment To things though That's
2: That's in, That's questionable I guess Yeah mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know If I have an answer to it because you're right, I feel like that just shows like I commit to some, but.
3: Well, it depends, if so your thought... long-term goal is something bigger. Exactly. Then it's, it's different, because right. you're working towards like a value. Right. But just in general, how do you feel? Do you feel like you have like some commitment?
2: I feel like I get bored after a while with things, but I feel like. I don't have to be ashamed of that or feel like that's wrong. I feel like we said, you just said, I reinvent myself every mm-hmm. few years. And it's not like I'm like leaving something in the dust. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I would say I've never given up on things. Like, I think the only thing over the years, I've like quote unquote, I would say given up is like keeping my website like a blog. But even that it was just like the blog ever was shifting. It was just yeah. kind of over. And unless you had like a really big money making site there it, it was literally pointless to keep doing it and um and that's the only thing and sometimes i miss it like i liked having a site but it just didn't make sense in the direction that i was going in but if you look in the other things it's like i i was at 97 for seven years like i think that's a pretty long commitment yeah. and it wasn't like i was making big bread or anything like that but i was just grinding from the bottom to get to where i was and i felt like i reached my ceiling and then i moved on to reinvent myself in a different way and i worked up the ranks to do every single show on hot 97 and things like that so I don't know. In a in a way, you're right. It could you could look at it like I have. It's not even commitment issues. It's, it's not though, because it's evolution. At the yeah, end of the I day, think you're just I evolving. Exactly. And there's I
1: nothing wrong that. with that. Like if you're not evolving in life, then. Like you literally just going through the fucking motions, yeah. Yeah.
3: Especially in an industry like this where there's no set, right? There's Uh, no, there's there's no no blueprint for it it all. Not everybody can be like an Angie Martinez and do exactly how she's doing it, or however. Like there's no, and especially as we continue to to evolve
2: as a society with and and technology and social media and the the gatekeepers to things and lack of gatekeepers because the gates are just essentially open at this point for anybody and anyone to enter and we're at a point in the game where it's like rappers are becoming personalities personalities are becoming rappers like Mm. we're it's just a free for all at this Mm. point and I think everyone is just figuring it out and figuring out what works for them and there was definitely and I've discussed this before there was a point where I was like annoyed at like a rapper becoming a personality. Like, why are you taking our lane and this, that, and the third? And like, I would laugh at personalities trying to be rappers. Like, damn, you just trying to get it. But it's like, yo, we're all just trying to figure it the fuck out and get a check at the end. And not just saying it, like we're just doing it for the money, but like trying to figure out how to be happy, make money and be ourselves and how to keep our momentum going and not just be stuck in one path. It takes, they say seven streams of income to become a millionaire, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know. I feel like that's me being a hater if I would look at somebody and, like, judge them for moving around and trying different shit, you know? So.
3: And we talked about this last week, too. Like, you have really have been doing the same shit for forever. Mm -hmm. Like, it's at the essence and at the core. Like, Marissa, 16, making those videos, which you guys have to watch on her (laughs) Instagram. They are fucking (laughs) hilarious with, like, the foil on her teeth. But, like, or, like, writing, like, you've been doing that it's kind of all circles back together so like you said like it's not about a lack of commitment it's just an evolution yeah Mm
2: -hmm. and like yeah because right now i'm in a period of i'm not on any major platform i have this fun ass podcast where we connect with our dope ass fans and that's pretty much it because otherwise i'm just i mean i write for double xl That's a platform and it's big but like it doesn't like you don't click on the article you can't click to my instagram or anything so it's not like a huge platform or whatever in that sense um, and I'm just laying low writing a fucking book right now. And that's cool too. Like yeah. I've been in a good space doing that shit. So yeah, I just I feel like I find new stuff to do every now and then.
1: And that's dope. Use that as the shoe, as the blueprint for burnout. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Reinvent <laughs> the yourself. Blueprint. Okay,
2: <laughs> let's bring in our guests before, you know, it gets too late. Facts. So, gonna... so Ariella, you wanna get you wanna get her or you wanna introduce her first? Or you wanna get her, then introduce her. Let's do that. Okay. All right, BRB. We've been giving you guys quality content for about three years now, and we want to bring you even more. By subscribing to our Patreon, you'll have access to everything from full videos to spending a day with the gang and riding in a low rider through the streets of L.A. Um, we got tiers for our listeners on a budget, and we got tiers for our big ballers too, and everyone in between. And even if you don't care about the content and you just want to support us, we would appreciate that too. So subscribe to us at patreon.com slash meia podcast. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n, patreon.com slash meia podcast.
1: All right, so we have Malena in the building now. Hello, hello. Hi. <laughs> So Melina, she's dope. She's a dope artist. She's uh, 19 years old, doing a lot for her age. Uh, she's been reposted by Cardi B,
2: mm-hmm. uh, Tiger.
1: Yeah. Like, she's been oh. doing some things. Like,
3: she's got yeah, an I empire mean.
2: now. Oh, okay wow, that put me in a good mood i yeah. very
3: excited <laughs> to, for the first time i feel like not be the baby of the podcast
2: oh, really actually we
3: had we had abby on before and she's like a couple months younger than me oh my
2: god yeah so you're five years old and you're four years old <laughs> 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 oh, oh my god <laughs> joyce is 22 so we oh really oh, okay yeah. okay and i'm 32 so there's a huge age gap. oh my gosh <laughs> okay so Talk to me. So you woke uh, the, you woke up one morning and saw Cardi B, like, reposting your freestyle. So, like, mm-hmm. how, the, how the fuck, like, that's amazing. How does that feel? Like, what does that feel like seeing something like that?
0: Honestly, it was super, super crazy. That story was just crazy. I was driving to go pick up my little sister from school, and I looked from the corner of my eye, and my phone just was like, ding, 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 like, just blowing up. I was like, what the hell's going on? It was crazy. Ow. What would you
2: say, so up until that point, well, would you say that's like the biggest point that you've hit so far or, or just just one dope accolade of the many that you've had? Like-
0: uh, I think so. Yeah, I think it was like a not like my highest point, but it was definitely like a big push to start like taking this like to like the next level. When was that? That was in, I want to say in October. It'll be a year, I think. Oh, wow. Okay. She did yeah. a Freestyle over the money challenge.
2: Yeah, that's fire. And do you feel like that repost I mean obviously it brought you I'm sure tons of followers tons yeah. of eyes other than that do you think it opened any any new doors for you
0: yeah for sure I, I think like I inherited her some of her fan base like and I was super appreciative of that just because like you know Cardi B is about just like being herself and, and all about like woman empowerment and that's exactly like what I'm about too so mm-hmm. Us too. yeah exactly yeah. And and I think that's where a lot of my fans are and I'm really grateful for them
2: um, how did you get into music and and getting started and all of that?
0: Um, I started writing when I was little. I just liked to you write. Too. Yeah, yeah, I just liked to write. It was like my outlet. and then I didn't pick up a mic though till I was like sixteen. That's fire. Yeah, and then when I did that, that was like, oh, this is the feeling. <laughs>
2: so with with starting writing was it like? Creative writing? Was it literally songs? Was it poems? Like, what kind of like, what was the avenue that you started at?
0: It was more like, it was just raps, like just bars. Like, it was just, I just needed to let it out. When I was
2: younger, uh, because I'm a writer, like, I I like write books, I do all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff, and like, but so I've always been into creative writing and I, right. I've never been like trained on anything but when I was younger I I used to write songs also just cause I'm like I, I can like I know yeah, yeah. and I personally learned about like 16 bars and actual song structure from watching like an MTV interview with Will Smith one time and oh, I, really? I, I feel like he like broke down somehow, how to count bars, and, and I just learned from that and like learned how that's to do it. <laughs> <of that. laughs> uh, I'm
3: so surprised when people can do it in their head and like visually. I, it's see still it. Kind of like it's still kind of hard, it's still
2: sometimes. I can't tell, like, what's if 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 a long sentence is one bar or two bars. I'm still, I still struggle sometimes, but I say that to say, when you were younger, did your songs have any structure, or were you just kind of like going and maybe you learned over time how to have a yeah, song structure? Kind
0: of like I was learning, but it was definitely like. Cause I keep them. I'm like a pen to paper kind of girl, so I keep all my notebooks. And sometimes, like I'll go back and some of the notebooks, I'm like, "The hell, this doesn't even yeah, make me sense!" Too. Like, but I definitely learned structure as like as I progressed and stuff like that. But not really. When I was younger, I didn't really have like a structure. Structure. Yeah. Were you Were you doing hooks too, or you were
2: just writing like straight verses and? Shit no, in like the that? beginning,
0: I I was just doing straight verses, and then I didn't come up with hooks till I picked up a mic, like. Yeah. Even the first time I, I did a show was when I was 16, and that whole show was just bars. Bars? Yeah. And then, like, so
2: how did you start, you know, getting into the studio? Who brought you—who was the first person to bring you to one, and, like, what was that, like, progression like?
0: Well, me, I, I wanted to get into the studio. Um, my mom definitely helped me a lot with that. Shout out, Mom. And yeah, that's for amazing. sure. Shout to out, to my have mom. A family that's supportive like <laughs> yeah, Yeah, that. like, all my—my my whole family is supportive. My mom, my dad, everybody— Um, But I was definitely the one that was like, hey, like, I'm going to go to the studio, like, you want to help me on some ends because I want to get in there and record some music. And she's like, yeah, of course, of course. So I definitely put myself first in the studio. Did you,
2: like... Have any friends that were there to help, like, let me Engineer. come with you? Yeah, like, how did you start building, mm. like, people to work with you? Because you're in, you know, uh, she's in a room now, and she has a whole team with you, no. a whole team with you. <laughs> so how did that start kind of building and, and, and gathering everybody?
0: Mm, the beginning, it was just, like, me um, by myself. And then, you know, as, like, things got, like, like after the Cardi B thing, mm-hmm. things got a little bit bigger, so I got management into play, and then I've definitely met, like, a lot of Great people that have pushed me in, like, my my talent and, and rapping and just, a, like, as an artist in general. Like, some producers, like KP, and, like, he's been, like, a huge, huge supporter of me and, like, always pushes me to do great. And my management and my whole team is just
2: great. I like to talk about, like, the journey to that, especially because I think people are always so curious. Like, how did this person just randomly, like, blow up on the internet and then suddenly, like you know get a team so right. even with management right so cardi repost your thing like how how does the management conversation happen does someone reach out to you, yeah. do, you do you have like do you reach out to someone like how did, how did mm-hmm. that go down for you
0: it definitely it was like more of a reach out like you know I was getting um when that when the cardi b first thing happened I was definitely getting like a lot of hands and I just went with the best one and like my gut kind of instinct
3: when you first put out the Cardi stuff, or mm-hmm. when she, when you, because it was a freestyle over the money. Right. Okay. So, the question is, what what were you doing before that? Were you rapping over your own beats? Because you said you were mm-hmm. in the studio by yourself, so you were also doing your own beats? Or what? you are just kind of doing other people's songs? or On the
0: internet, like on Instagram and Twitter, like the first thing that really kicked off was Twitter with the Tyga retweet and like the follow. When that one went crazy, I was like, okay, cool. But really... On my own in the studio, I was rapping over like YouTube beats and then like just putting them in my in my computer. But for the Instagram and like social media content, I was using beats that were already hot and then just putting my twist on them.
3: How did people at school react? Because I know, like, when I was younger, like, I would... Was be a really... random YouTube star? Yes, I was a <laughs> random YouTuber, <laughs> or, like, way... Like, when I was, like, 12 or, like, 13. But, oh, like, huh. I was super, super embarrassed. Like, when people at school started finding out, I was like, mm-hmm. I'm done. Like, I tapped out. Really? So, like, w- did it, like, encourage you more? Were you, like, kind of embarrassed? Or were you like, yo, this is so dope. Like, fuck all of y'all. i shit mm-hmm. on everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It was more of a, like... Like, people were just like, oh, dope, Lena, like, you're dope, you're dope. So I didn't really get, like, discouraged. Like, definitely I was, the first one that I ever put out was the Taiga Taste remix, and yeah, that I was mean. super scary. And then that was the first one that went viral. So I was like, oh, okay, like, this is actually pretty dope. Like, I don't, I don't think it's that bad. Like, everybody likes it, so just keep doing it, you know? And you went to an art school, right? Yeah, I went to um, VAPA, they call it, but it's like the Performing Arts High School in downtown gotcha it's not uh number 9 yeah it is that one but oh, okay. that's what they call it i don't know why that's what they call it now is BAPA.
3: gotcha gotcha
0: mm-hmm. and did you did your mom
3: put you in that school or you like went to find it cuz i know for me like the school shit in LA is like yeah. I'm from LA too, so like it, it, finding the right school is such a big deal. And like, right. that whole process is so Wait, you're hard.
2: allowed to just like pick different schools to go to?
3: Not really. It's a whole fucking process. You gotta if you wanna be in a magnet program, yeah. Magnet points, you gotta, you gotta, like, points, mm-hmm. you gotta
2: uh, and a what? A magnet? Magna That's a magnet? like
0: a that's like a higher like a like you're there's regular classes and then there's like advanced and then magnet classes. Oh, so it's above that. Yeah oh, we or just I had think regular it, and honors so that's yeah. all
2: we have, <laughs> so I don't this is advanced. It's here. a whole.
3: It's, it's and then I guess I would
2: assume also like you probably have way more art schools than we. Well, although New York has some, but like Jer- Jersey, which is where I'm from, like mm-hmm. a, you know, a, a, we didn't really have that.
3: The thing about LA, I would have to say, is that it kind of sucks. I mean, it's really cool that we have like great charter schools and we right. have like performing art schools, but it's, a lot of it is the luck of the draw, too. I mean, some people just end up at great schools and then other people don't, which kind of sucks because then they don't really have that support yeah, system. Yeah, they didn't get that Or they extra have to footing. go and get it out, like get it themselves. And you know, that's a whole nother conversation, but there is like you can get points you can apply and you mm-hmm. i'm sure mom is very familiar with the process <laughs> of how hard that was but yeah so you chose number nine to go to
0: my mom introduced it to me and and then i got in so i was like all right let's do it um i know nikki definitely went
2: to a performing arts high school but correct me didn't cardi as well or no honestly i, I don't know I f- we don't know feel like she did i'm not quite sure but so what did do you pick a major in a performing arts school yeah you okay. pick
0: it they're called like academies so well I don't know for every art school but from the one I went to they're called academies so you have like your art dance and then um music and theater okay I was obviously in music and it was really I never really like how do you say like took advantage of the opportunities at that school because my craft was so different from what they were teaching and like what was I completely yeah like you it get was more me like classical yeah, yeah I was classic like, yeah like, w- I'm like a fucking a rapper. exactly I'm like, I'm a fucking like I went in there like a freshman like ah oh, shit like it's about to go down <laughs> yeah. and then I came out as a senior like classically trained on like right. a piano I'm like, I'm and how to me. read yeah, yeah, yeah like, like what the fuck am I hey, do exactly do
3: it's good to have that in your back it is so many people who are artists today have no idea how to read music or don't know even like can't tell instruments apart so
0: Exactly. But yeah, that was cool. I mean Awkward, I learned how obviously. to read music.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, which maybe will help you randomly in yeah. the future. So then okay, so what would you say for people that never heard of you before? Like what, what would you say is your sound? Why they should listen to you? Like what what's what's your vibe? Like what's your thing?
0: Who is Melena? Mm, right. I think Malena is a positive vibe. She is um an influential vibe she is a woman empowerment vibe and it's just good vibes all around
2: what's your favorite song of yours that you've that you've recorded that you want people to go listen to
0: Mm, let me see favorite one is has to be called too late it's on my ep that's about to drop in mid-september oh my god tell us more about the ep what else can we expect how many songs so it's eight songs. Okay. The first uh, single called Karma is out. It's available everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, The next one that's coming out, the next single off the EP that's about to come out is called Out of My Face. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's dope, too. That one's a bop. But my favorite one off the whole EP has to be Too Late.
2: Your uh, The first single you said, Karma, you said it was called? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the inspiration behind the track?
0: In spirit, it's typical like heartbreak type thing mm-hmm. got my revenge i remember being so mad one day and just like tss, yeah just wrote uh-huh. it down and now it has like 1.2 million views and on that YouTube. is the best it was
3: directed towards a certain person yeah <laughs> oh, okay
2: are you guys in contact? breakups have been a great theme amongst us our, uh, ourselves lately yeah. so unfortunately we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're very curious to hear um have you talked to this person like did you tell them like anything that you no
0: were... it was just more like you know who you are type thing mm-hmm. yeah that's i love that's those exactly yeah. and not gonna s- give anybody clout exactly. off of that exactly yeah. not deserve it right. that's the thing like you never want
2: to give these people clout but it's, it's, it's such a weird place as a creative right it's like right. you want to talk about your experiences and you want people to relate to shit but then you also don't want to make these people feel special yeah. when they don't deserve to feel right. special or feel anything exactly. and
0: i'm glad i didn't the that that was my first uh, music video on a blank YouTube channel and it did numbers so I'm really proud of myself on that one
2: and how what how did you was it your team that helped you put together the video like talk about the process coming into that
0: um, so the Karma when we shot Karma it was um, a team called Toro films they came up with the, the concept and obviously like we all brainstormed about the whole thing right because that was my first music video but it was cool my whole team came together they helped it was actually on YouTube so you should go check that out um it's really dope that's uh so uh that's bleh, sorry
2: i'm just reading these bullet points that Joyce added so who introduced you to uh, old school funk my
0: mom and my dad
2: so yeah that that <laughs> i figured you were going to say that and it just it seems like your parents are very like or at least your mom, like in tune at least with music? Are they yeah. musically inclined as well? Have they done mm-hmm. music in the past? No like... one
0: in my family's done music. They've just always knew what was up with music. Like okay. I grew up listening to like Rick James and Tina Marie oh, and like that's fire. all the exactly all the yeah. good stuff. Like well, music actually was music. So they encouraged me to to do that now, but like in, in a modern way, you know, mm-hmm. for my generation. Who do you listen to now? right now um i listen to everything but like really like my top like five favorite artists are like like j cole kendrick lamar um,
2: oh so you like bars
0: yeah tupac Uh, um, bars yeah yeah there's just like stuff that means something you know like stuff that's hype that's cool to listen to yeah but like when you're listening in your earphones or when you're like on a drive it has to like mean something i can't listen to
3: yeah and would you say your music has
0: the same thing yes I try very hard to make sure my music has the same thing.
2: (laughs) That's fire. Thank Um, you. So you're from LA, Boyle Heights to be exact. Yes, yes, yes. Joyce wants to know what you think of the art galleries moving into and the neighborhood's response.
3: Because you know how like if you guys for our listeners who don't know like boyle heights is very it's it's one of like the oldest communities like in los angeles it's been there for so long it has rich 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 culture Mm -hmm. and we all know the city is changing before our eyes like you look and then there's like a freaking coffee shop that's replaced Mm -hmm. your favorite taco stand and you're like how did that happen and with boyle heights specifically it's been in the news a lot like over the past two years there's been a lot of art galleries moving Mm -hmm. in and a lot of, you know, the neighborhood's like, nah, get the shit out of here. And there's been a lot of, like, vandalism and stuff, mm-hmm. which I can kind of, I recognize. Like, I, mm-hmm. if, you know, it, it's a real issue. So how, you know, you growing up there, how is, have you seen the process? Or what do you think about that? or
0: I just think that the people who are from Boyle Heights, like, born and raised, like, myself, like, who know the roots in and out, like, Regardless of what comes in or what comes out or what changes and what doesn't like That's always gonna be your home and people who want to act dumb about it kind of just like you don't you don't really know Where you're from then you know because whoever's from there really knows like what's up and how how the culture is and you your Acceptant to whatever changes there. You, you're welcome change. Yeah, you always uh, change is good change is not a bad thing at all it's it only is a bad thing when someone Is just it's you take it wrong, you know, and that's usually you have something wrong with like yourself. But change, I think change is good as long as it is a good change. You know, that's not like an
2: obvious bad change. That's kind of what we were talking about earlier a little bit. Um, We were just talking about like what we do to avoid burnout and like reinventing ourselves and stuff like that. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we all discussed our ways of kind of avoiding being burnt out. Like, how do you kind of deal with that if you feel like you're about to be burnt out with Mm. whether it's music, whatever it could be?
0: I don't know. I, I think, like, my thing is, is, like, you kind of just got to remember who you are, you know? Mm-hmm. Always remember who you are. I got to
3: save this little bit for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, you always
0: have to, because at the end of the day, like, you, you're you by yourself, really. Like, you're just on your own, so you might as well get comfortable with yourself.
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Has there ever been a point where you kind of felt like music wasn't working for you and you wanted to step back, or mm-hmm. you feel like it's been going in a pretty decent Ascension.
0: I never, I never wanted to step back from music only because like, I this is something that I want really, really bad. So um, nothing really is gonna get in the way of that. I do think that me sometimes with my patience, like I've also had like those times where it's like, God damn it, man! Mm -hmm. Like, come on, pick up the speed. But it's also. Like, the work you put, put in is the work you get out, you know? I'd be curious to know, especially, you know, your
2: age is so much younger than me, so it's, like, the people I looked up to coming up is obviously going to be very different from yours. And, right. and, you know, you being a Latina and everything, which is super dope. Like, who are who are your inspirations
0: in this game? Like, who have you mm-hmm. looked to? In this game, like, currently or, like, in past? I guess
2: growing up, I would say, because now it's a little different. You're already in the game type. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you can still look up to people, but I think probably in your you know younger age 11 12 13 14 like Mm -hmm. that's when you're really looking at people like i want to do what they're doing because now you're doing what they're doing essentially you're on you're on your way there yeah so who were you looking up to then
0: Um, truly like like full if i could pick like one person like all across the board it would be like beyonce Really? For sure. Okay. She just carries herself with such like poise and mm-hmm. and not about drama, she's here about her craft and to perfect her craft and that's the same path I'm going on. Also
3: I was gonna say, isn't it crazy? Like, I feel like Beyonce has never like tried Mm-mm. to start drama with anybody, yet she has so many fucking haters. <laughs> and you're like, this I mean, woman has. When you're points. that famous, yeah. Yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah it but comes it. With it. I feel yeah. like there's like so much like unnecessary slander for somebody it's who just internet. minds yeah. their own fucking. That's
2: that's business. why though. It goes though. to show that no that's matter why. what you do. Like, yeah,
0: when you mind when you're in the spotlight and you mind your business, it's like people are gonna pick at you and pick at you like. Okay, well, why aren't you still? Why aren't you in drama? Like you should be in drama. Like, mm-hmm. but that gives her even that's Just people are just haters.
3: Are you kind of nervous haters. about like you know really blowing up and people like getting into your personal life or like how? Because that mm-hmm. shit sucks. Because I mean, I I, know. <laughs> I feel like you're able to kind of skirt by right now and like mm-hmm. you got you can
0: remain, remain under, the radar. under the radar. Right. Is it something that you fear? Are you like ready for that um, challenge? Not something that I fear, but it's something that. Like, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. And even whatever happens, I know I got, like, my team and my family to, like, ground me, you know?
2: I know it's kind of Give puts you real. on the spot a little bit, Ariella. But uh, so, Ariella, you know, I know you guys work with each other outside of this. So, like, mm-hmm. what did you see in her that kind of, like, you know, like, like what do you think? Like, how do you feel about her music, all that stuff? Like, what do you love about working with her and, yeah. and her coming to you guys? Initially,
1: like, when I peed, the reason... I, well, I think the reason why, because Cardi didn't explicitly, you know, say why she reposted her, but I saw it behind the lyrics, you know, what she was talking about. So the femme power, you know, and even about, um, I even like, you know, dissected the money challenge lyrics and was like, oh, she's not even just talking about females and, you know, going against social standards and everything like that. But I took it as like, it was like a, a non-gender message she was sending out, which is like, be you, be authentically you. Mm-hmm. And um, you know what I mean? And that's what resonated the most because... Um, as she was saying, like what her influences, J. Cole, and you know what I mean, people, um, Tupac, yes. what messages? Exactly, true mm-hmm. lyricists with a message. That's exactly what I peep, and that's the type of music I like. You know what I mean? Every once in a blue hell, yeah, let's do a twerk. But at the end of the day, <laughs> I love, it I love you know right. what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The messages, it's all about you know. And what another thing too was her age. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? To like this she's young so this young, wise. But, right? You Thank know what I mean? I appreciate that, and you know, those are. You know, those are the gems that you got to hold on to, protect, and you know what I mean? Keep uplifting. So that's honestly, you know what I mean? What I appreciate the most. And, you know, and, and I'm still appreciating with working with her and, you know, helping um, the masses see that. Right. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. That, see, made my day. It's, it's, it, no, it's really though, it's stuff like that that makes me like shh, on the right path. Right. You this know? is why I'm doing on this On the shit. right path.
2: All right, so before we get out of here, I know you said you got the EP coming, so yes. is there anything else you want to let everybody know that's coming up, what you want them to check out that's already out, like how they could really get the full experience?
0: Um, Well, Karma's out. That's available everywhere. On the way, um, Out of My Face is on the way. Reverse that. Um, my EP will be out mid-September. That'll be available everywhere. But for right now, Mom, I have a performance coming up September 20th at the Toyota Arena at the Welcome to the West. So if y'all want to go check me out, I'll be performing their unreleased music from my EP. Fire. Um, Where can they find you on social media and on
2: um, SoundCloud, all that stuff?
0: Uh, Everything is Malena at Malena, M-A-L-A-Y-N-A-H. Um, as I said, M-E-I-A podcast at gmail dot com. If you want to holla at
2: us in our description in all of our pl- where we post everything, we're going to put a link to all of Malena's music and all her stuff where you can find her. Um, we'll try to put a link to the tickets to the show for the yes. twenty September twentieth. And yeah, check us out. I'm Marissa explains on Instagram and Twitter, and we'll holla at y'all next Thanks week. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.